Hello, Bettys. Welcome to the show. Before we get to our guest today, I just wanted to let you know that we have such an epic list of guests coming up in March. We are talking about menopause. We're talking about autoimmunity. We're talking about muscle building. We're talking about recovery practices. And I don't want you to miss any of it. Even if you are listening to the podcast, you may not necessarily be subscribed. So you're going to have to manually go into your podcast app and press play. I would love for you to hit that subscribe button so that you are getting the podcast as they are released. It's going to make me oh so happy to know that you are a subscriber of the pod. You are officially a Betty in the Bettyverse. And of course, you are never going to miss an episode and be the first to know when it drops. Thank you so much. Hey, Betties. Welcome to the Better Podcast. It's your host, Dr. Stephanie. It is geeky magic time where I step away from the interviews and just talk to you. It's just going to be me and you today. And these episodes, I'm going to bring you personal insights, frequently asked questions, topic du jour in a more condensed, quick, and actionable way. I go hard on the geek, wrap it up with sprinkles and magic for you to do and be better. Hey, Bettys. I am so excited for today's episode. And I thought that what we could do today would be to lean more into our magic uh, for today's Geeky Magic episode. And whether you are listening to this on the cusp of 2021, in 2021, I want to talk about the glorious powers of manifestation. This is a bit of a funny subject because it, you know, the word manifestation can conjure up images of the secret and, you know, people wishing for million dollar checks and then they just, those checks just fly out of the sky. Let's just first say, no, Bettys, that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about wishful thinking. We're talking today about creation. And as a Betty, you have the power to create. And in fact, if you are a woman, you have anatomical regions that are completely dedicated to creating. So we are going to talk about creating and manifesting what it is that you really want in this life. I'll let you in on a little secret here, okay? The problem isn't learning how to manifest. You actually are already a powerful manifester. The real challenge here is whether we can learn how to manifest consciously so that we don't feel powerless. We don't feel dependent on luck, right? Or any or any external factor. And luck is not a construct that I subscribe to. I think that it just happens to always be that the harder I work, the luckier I get. And that is, there's no coincidence there. So this is not about luck. This is not about wishful thinking. This is about directing your creative consciousness to arise that in which you want for yourself or, or for a loved one or for your community or even on a global scale. I am a huge fan of the Bio Optimizers Magnesium Breakthrough. It has seven forms of magnesium, which is going to help to transform your stress and your performance and your recovery and your sleep to the next level. I'm often asked like, well, what are the types of magnesium we should be looking for? So there's magnesium chelate and citrate and bisglycinate and malate, sucrosomial, taurate and orotate. They have various effects on the body. Bisglycinate, probably the most bioavailable and most absorbable. Malate, it's found naturally in fruits, helps with 
migraines, chronic pain has been shown to help improve depression, magnesium citrate, uh, helps with arterial stiffness, helps with maintaining a healthy weight, magnesium chelates, important for muscle building, recovery and health, the list goes on and on. You're basically getting them all in one supplement. Each supplement itself is 500 milligrams of magnesium, which I feel is such a a great dosage as a great baseline for most women. I have found a beautiful medium of actually cycling my magnesium. So I actually will take one or two of these. So I'm either getting 500 milligrams or up to a gram of magnesium, depending on where I am in my cycle. So head on over to biooptimizers.com forward slash better and use code better for 10% off of any order, but make sure that the magnesium breakthrough is in your cart. Don't be fooled by the frigid temperatures. Keeping hydrated in the wintertime is super important. In colder temperatures, we sweat more due to a higher metabolic demand of trying to maintain a core body temperature. We lose more fluids and electrolytes through our urine. We lose more water through respiration and just general breathing. And our skin dries out in the wintertime as well. We are a ski family, and over this winter, we have been using Elementee's Chocolate Medley. The chocolate chai is absolutely incredible with some boiling water, a splash of milk, and my kids love the chocolate mint with some hot water. This is our apres-ski. We cozy up with Element Hot After Hours on our cross-country trails. Now, for a limited time, you too can get the Element Tea Chocolate Medley and enjoy them hot as I have been doing with this exclusive insider bundle for you. When you buy three boxes of any flavor, it doesn't have to be the chocolate, it can be any of the flavors that they offer, you are going to get the fourth box free. If you head over to drinkelement.com forward slash Dr. Estima, you'll see that exclusive offer at the bottom of the page. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com forward slash D-R-E-S-T-I-M-A. And tell me which of the chocolate, Melody, you love the best. This is going to be fun. I've never really... um, Shown anyone my little this much magic, <laughs> so we're gonna have, uh, we're gonna have fun. And um, there's a couple of different principles when we're talking about manifesting, or a couple of different pieces to the manifesting puzzle, if you want. And the first is that thoughts are things, right? Thoughts are energy, and before you can even begin to start manifesting, you must know what you want. And this does bear a little bit of geek. So I know I said we're going to do lots of magic, but we do need to talk a little geek here because energy is a quantifiable thing, right? Your thoughts are energy. We know that from the first law of thermodynamics that energy can neither be created nor destroyed, just transmutated into another form. And while like a lot of people, when I talk about uh, this first law of thermodynamics or the law of conservation of energy, people will say, well, that's really counterintuitive, right? Like when you see sparks, they create a fire that generates heat, right? There's a manifestation of energy that wasn't there before, or, you know, a battery produces power, a nuclear bomb creates an explosion, right? Each of these situations look like on the surface that there is new energy, but really it is just the case of energy shape-shifting. It's changing form. 
and even, okay, so I love astrology. So um, like there's this um, paradoxical, there's this dark energy that is causing the universe's expansion to accelerate. It's that even that dark energy obeys this rule. So when we are looking at the law of conservation of energy, it states that the energy of a closed system must remain constant. It can neither increase or decrease without interference from the outside. So I know we're doing a little geek here, but I promise we're getting to the magic. Just hold tight because this is an important point. The universe is a closed system. So the total amount of energy in existence in our universe has always been the same. It is just the form that the energy takes that is constantly changing. So if you remember back from high school physics, hopefully I'm not bringing back nightmares for you, but potential energy and kinetic energy. So like think about the gravitational potential in a stored energy of a boulder that you've pushed up a hill that's now poised to roll down the hill right? That's gravitational potential. Uh, Kinetic energy is the energy of the motion when that boulder starts rolling down. And those are called, in total, those are called mechanical energy. And that's actually in part how a chiropractic adjustment works. It's the mechanical energy that I generate when my hands first hover over a vertebral segment and then impart, you know, whatever line of drive I'm doing through the, through the joint. So thoughts, getting back to, I know there's a bit of a deviation, but we got to talk about the energy. So when we talk about thoughts, uh, it is both kinetic and chemical energy. Okay. So it is the electrical signature from the neurons are creating uh, the chemical energy and then the emotions that they produce the mo like, remember emotions are just motion. It is emotional. Um, it is thoughts in motion and they are too obeying this law of conservation of energy. So all this to say, Betty, please mind your thoughts, right? So define for yourself what it is that you really want. And truthfully, when we're talking about manifesting, there's no way around this first step, Betty's. You have to know what you want. It would be akin to, you know, you going to the gym, like flailing your arms around and being like, well, I hope I was developing some upper body strength with that. Right. Or, you know, if you've ever been to Venice, you know, that Venice is like a maze. If you were to just go to Venice without a map and expect that you're going to be able to find the, I don't know, the Piazza San Marco, maybe the Piazza San Marco is a little easy, but let's say there's a certain restaurant that you want to find. You would never be able to find it in Venice without a map. The point here is, is that you need to have a clear vision of what it is that you want. So take some time to think about what it is that you're looking for, right? Think about this as creating almost like a mental GPS, like a mind mansion or like a floor plan actually in your home. That's a, if you were to if you were to look at a floor plan from above, you would know exactly where the kitchen is, where you might be sleeping, where the bathroom is. If you're someone who's familiar with CAD, of course you can even do this in 3D, right? So thinking you have to know what it is that you want. And the second thing that goes along with where you want to go is the energetic charge to, to the floor plan, right? So in other words, your desires and your desires, this is something that I have seen this over and again with women. We do not take the time to utilize our powerful creation centers, right? Have you ever, so let me ask you this, Betty, have you ever had 
butterflies when you were excited about something or or someone, right? It's that it's that kind of fluttering energy, that excitement that I really want you to tap into. Like what really excites you. So you know if you've spent some time thinking about where you want to go, what is it that excites you? And I would honestly if we were sitting across from each other having a espresso together, I would take out a journal and I would counsel you to take out a journal, take out a pen and go wild. Like write down all of your desires, all of them, all of them. Okay. The big audacious ones all the way down to like the little itty bitty ones, right? All, all of them. I desire, you know, fill in the blank, a pied-à-terre in the 6e arrondissement in Paris. I desire to learn to ski, to speak another language, to, I don't know, highlight and contour my face like a boss. <laughs> That's mine. <laughs> to have amazing sleep, you know, to to find inner peace. Mm, right? Like to fall back in love with myself. And women are so pleasure avoidant. We think that our our desires are so trite or they're silly or they're or they're unimportant right we judge our desires and ourselves right we judge our desires and ourselves before they get a chance to even squeak out into the world and become a desire so i want to ask you if for this when we're thinking about manifesting you've created this mental gps this floor plan and now this part of it is the desires so i'm going to ask you that while you're doing this while you're taking out your journal and your manifesting pen because we all need to have a manifesting pen it's just that one special pen that you only bring out for special occasions um temporarily suspend the judging on the desires just write whatever comes to you okay it could be a yacht it could be better health. It could be a boyfriend, It could, like whatever it is, because the point here is that the things that you desire are meant for you. It's worth repeating. The things that you desire are meant for you. I do not dream of, or I do not desire to play professional sports, right? Because that is not meant for me. I do dream of helping millions of women. I want to. I want to know how. Uh, like I obsess about how I can help women take back their power. How we can help them with informed consent. How to feel good in their skin because that desire is meant for me. So whatever you are thinking about, whether you think it's silly or not, I promise you, you would not have desires that do not belong to you or that were not meant for you. So your desire, your mission, okay, should you choose to accept it, <laughs> is to write out as many pages as you can, filled to the brim of all your desires, all the pleasure. It could be having an orgasm every single day. It could be finding, um, I don't know, it could be finding a wonderful lover that you take for a couple of months or a couple of years or whatever. It doesn't matter. It's meant if you want it, it's meant for you. The third piece that I like to think about when we're thinking about manifesting is that once you have your vision and these delicious desires that get you really excited is thinking about your intention. And the intention is the, is the emotional signature that you give to your desires, meaning that um, intention gives clear direction to your desire. So it's, it's like, it's the energy that you put in. So for example, if you want to learn French, 
Okay. And you're really excited about it, but then you spend time on Instagram and Facebook and SMS and, you know, kind of whatever your energy and focus is not on learning French. It's not on your desire. And while there's no judgment about what is right or wrong, like, you know, whether or not, you know, we can have a separate conversation about Instagram and the evil terms of service that it has, but you know, you, there's no, if you want to spend time chatting with your friends, there's no, that's not, there's nothing right or wrong about that. Right. Remember the law of conservation of energy. Every desire requires a certain amount of energy in order to transmute it into, from a thought to a thing. So from one form to another. And for me, when I think about intention or intentionality, this is me making a short list of my very broad and abundant desires. I have lots of them <laughs> that I want to work on. And so I want to, I want to sort of shape, you know, sort through the ones that I'm going to work on right now and the ones that I'm going to save for later. So I don't, I can't learn French and Italian and Greek and Russian and German, maybe all at the same time. Maybe I can choose one or two of those. And then I am going to create, I'm going to write in my journal about them. I'm going to create affirmations around them. I am going to organize my calendar to support the birth of that desire changing energy. So I would make a list of to-dos and maybe even more importantly, what not to do. Are you gonna, So you have your to-do list and your what not to do list, right? So for me, for example, with Instagram, I've deleted it off my phone because it is such an incredible time waster. I would find myself saying, Hmm, I'll just go. And uh, I've been working really hard. I'll just go and take a little break on Instagram, like every 20 minutes. So it was such a huge time suck for me. And of course, like, as I mentioned, the new terms of service, absolutely abhorrent. I cannot consent to their use. I will not consent to its use. So another topic, another time, but the point is here, set your intention, find the ways in your life that you can begin to work towards your desires, that you are organizing the trajectory, you're organizing the vector to, to move towards and to create momentum and a moment arm towards your desire. I am incredibly bullish on sauna as a therapy for recovery, heart health, and overall aging well. I personally decided on an infrared sauna from Sunlighten because of the range of far wavelengths and near infrared wavelengths that it offers. Saunas help with detoxification and rejuvenation to rid your body of toxins. It helps with heart health by improving circulation, reducing blood pressure, and helping keep the arteries supple. It helps with muscle recovery by easing the tension and soreness to recover faster. And of course, stress reduction with the warmth and the relaxation of sitting in a sauna. It's crucial for hormonal balance and achieving a state of well-being necessary for a strong physique and a strong mind. If you visit sunlighten.com slash better and use code better to get a discount. That is sunlighten, S-U-N-L-I-G-H-T-E-N.com slash B-E-T-T-E-R and use code better at checkout. The fourth thing I consider, and I talk about this with private clients, I talk about this in the public space, is your worthiness around it coming true. So another thing I want you to really think about is your belief about the desire, because our beliefs drive our behaviors. 
So when we believe we are worthy of something, our behaviors will attune to that. They will match that. And the opposite is also true, right? When we believe we are not worthy of our desires, while we might initially behave in a congruent manner, over time, we tend to self-sabotage. And I'll give you a really a common example of what I see in practice. So when we think about weight loss, for, for many women, unfortunately, for, for most women, actually, there are unresolved traumas that they have not completely metabolized and worked through, or they have belief systems around their worth that dictates whether or not they will see the goal through. So for example, if you believe you are worthy of losing the weight, you know, if you've gained extra weight in whatever manner of sins it is, it doesn't matter, you know, you will act in alignment with that. But I can tell you that I've, I know I, at this point I've worked with, you know, thousands of women around weight loss. And it's often our conditioning, what we have been told about being a woman, what it means to be a woman, right? Or traumatic experiences that we've endured because we are women. So that might be physical brutality, sexual brutality that keep the weight on as a protection mechanism. It is a fear of being seen. And this is very true with a lot of the type A women that I have come across over the course of my tenure as a clinician and now in the work that I do now, we will, um, you know, for in, in the realm of weight loss, we begin to lose weight. And then when we start to garner some attention for it, people might say, wow, you're looking really great. You know, you've lost a little bit of weight or, you, you know, you, you, whatever, you're just looking great. That can activate our trauma right? And we will self-sabotage and undo our efforts so that we can remain hidden. And I share that because it is, it has come up just one too many times for me to, um, not make a comment on it, but it is so often that we are so afraid of being seen because we have been abused in some way that we hide. So, this is, this is an exercise here to take some reflection, ask yourself, what it is you really believe about yourself and what it is that you believe about your worth. And there are no right or wrong answers here. There are no good or bad answers. There are just answers. So when you are aware of what those answers are, then we can begin to question them and we can question whether or not they still hold true for you right now. Or if they are a, you know, a rudimentary, archaic survival strategy that once worked for you, but now is no longer serving you, now is really keeping you from ascending to the next level. So I want you to tread gently, tread gently here, Betty. Love yourself back to who you already are, but perhaps have been hiding from it, right? There's no shame here. There's no guilt. It's just accept what is so that you can begin to improve on it and deepen your connection with yourself. And this is especially true for my very driven women, right? There's nothing wrong with identifying areas in your past that may be showing up in the present moment. It is an, it is an exercise in awakening to yourself and it's an exercise in awakening how you can be able to better respond to yourself. And that kind of brings me to sort of the next piece of this, which is acceptance, right? You are not behind. You are not ahead. You are exactly where you need to be. Exactly 
perfectly imperfect where you are at this point in your journey is exactly where you need to be. And that's it. It is more often than not that our egos will want to beat, like, it, it's like our egos are always wanting to beat up our souls to like a pulp, right? It's like, you're not doing enough. You're not, you're behind. You're not being enough. You're this, you know, just accept where you are and that it is exactly where you're supposed to be and accept your desire as something that is meant for you. It is already yours. Your desire is yours. Another, an, another way of thinking about this is how would your behavior change? Like what would your behavior look like if your desire was here? If it was, if you could see it, smell it, touch it, if you could speak French fluently, if you had the house that you wanted, if you had the body that you wanted, how would you act differently? If at all, how would you think about yourself? Would it be the same? Would it be different? Right? In other words, don't focus on all the reasons why it can't work out right? Don't focus on how it's going to happen. The how is not important. Okay. This is again, my type A's and I'm speaking from experience. I would always focus on the how, like how, 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 I don't know how it's just going to, it's, it's meant for me. It will reveal itself in due course. And of course the next piece here is once we've accepted all of that is action, right? You need to work it, Betty. Work with an E. <laughs> to like RuPaul this, right? You must align yourself with your actions, your behaviors, your belief, your desires, your vision. So um, if, you've, if you want to travel, let's say, if you wanted to travel to um, um, uh, Seychelles, uh, then you might want to save begin to save, like you might open up an account, a, a separate savings account where you are starting to save more money, or maybe you start another sor- source of income for you, for you to be able to travel for an extended time. Uh, so you can still have money while you're traveling, right? You are basically acting right now in a way that you already know that it is going to come true. It's already yours right? So this is like inspired, imperfect action, right? You just want to take action. It doesn't matter if it's perfect. It's never going to be perfect. And the quicker that we can, you know, cut this idea of being perfect away from our ego and away from the English language, frankly, I think the happier off we will all be. And I think as a final point here, the one of the most important things around, around manifesting is detaching yourself from the outcome. And this is very stoic and I am a big fan of stoicism because as a, as a former recovering type A personality, we like to control things. I like to control things, right? Because we, we like to control because we're afraid that if we can't control them, then they won't happen. Right. And this is exactly the reason why you have to let that go. You got to let that shit go. Because if you are attached to what you want and how it's going to happen, and you obsess about having it right now in the way that you've defined, then what you're also saying is that you don't believe that you can have it in an easy and graceful way. In other words, you are trying to toxic masculine yourself into this outcome rather than a marriage of the masculine and the divine feminine. So when you let go of the when and the how you are showing yourself 
and potentially a higher power, if that's the universe, if that's God, if that's goddesses, whatever, whatever, you are showing yourself that it, you believe it's already yours and you're showing the universe or a higher power that you believe it is already yours. I think it's worth mentioning that it may not unfold. It's actually, it's very likely not going to unfold in the way that you planned it out. All right. If anyone listening here has ever written out a birth plan for laboring your child or delivering your child, you know what I mean. And when I went for my first child, I handed my midwives a laminated multi-page birth, birth plan for them to consult during my birth process. And, you know, I laugh now and I share that with you now because my midwives like sort of looked at me and was like, oh yeah, one of those. Right. And I, you know, I have so much love for that former version of myself because all I was doing was try to control my environment. It's like, well, I'm going to write out the birth plan and I'm going to decide how this baby is going to be birthed. Right. Which of course is laughable. And of course it went exactly the opposite of what I had planned. You know, I wanted the home birth and I wanted the, oh, no, none of that. Um, the point is, is that it is very likely your desire as it is unfolding for you is not going to unfold in the way you want. So just let it do its thing. Let it do that. Your job is to harness your power. Your job is to use your womb to call it into your life because it's meant for you. So just call that bitch in, <laughs> call that desire in and let you know, the energy, the, you know, the laws of the universe take, um, take, uh, take the uh, shape shift it and bring it into fruition for you. So I'll just share with you what I'm doing on New Year's Eve. I, um, I'm going to be at home in my little cocoon in my nest, uh, doing all of these things. So I'm going to be writing and be journaling, getting clear on my desires for 2021, my intentions and how, um, I am also going to be working hard to excavate my belief system so that I can, I can understand where my behaviors sometimes come from when I'm activated, when I'm triggered. And so that I can better understand my belief systems so that I can behave in a way that is more aligned with who I already am. This is, this is sort of like the meeting of the Jedi council of Stephanie. So I have like grandma, Stephanie, <laughs> I have current iteration of Stephanie, baby Steffi, and we are all going to meet, um, in terms of what this year is going to look like. So always start out with gratitude, right? With you know, for all that I was, all the strategies, handing out the laminated multi-page birth plans to my midwives, trying to control everything, that scared little girl that just wanted to control everything. I have gratitude for her. I have gratitude for the woman that I am today. And of course, I am loving up on the woman that I am becoming and that I'm going to be. And I like to think that we have each of these pieces to us. We have former, current, and future self. So I call them Grandma Stephanie, current, and and baby Steffi. Uh, and I, I like I like to honor each of those um, each of those humans. Um, and then together, all those three people uh, are going to write out the path that I want to forge and take this year and for the next several years, truly. And every year I do this, um, I also like to go back through my calendar, my Google calendar, and I like to see, okay, like, did I live in alignment with what I was actually trying to create this year? 
And of course, with 2020, um, you know, we all know that everyone in 2015 who answered the question, you know, where are you going to be in five years? We all got it wrong. (laughs) Okay. So it's okay. It's okay if you get it wrong. And when you look back, like I do an audit of the calendar and I'm like, okay, so if I said that I want to be helping more women, how much percentage of time did I spend doing that? Uh, Where were the time wasters? Where were the curveballs? How did I manage crisis? And then that will help me better organize my time um, into the coming year. So whether you are listening to this on New Year's Eve, first couple of weeks of January, it doesn't really matter. You can do this practice at any point in the year. It could be at the end of the year. It could be mid-year. It doesn't really matter at any point when you are ready to start calling in and using your your power uh, to manifest what it is that you desire. You can go through and re-listen to this episode and think about all the different steps that I've that I've outlined and go through them one by one and take your time with them. There's no rush. You don't have to get to the end. You know, you're not gonna, I'm not gonna give you a prize. There's no gold star on your chart if you finish early. It's just I just want you to go through the process. Although I probably will just give you a gold star even for um just for listening. So gold star for you. Um, so with that, I hope that you have an absolutely wonderful day and week, and I will catch you next time. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For those of you who want to continue on this week's geeky magic carpet ride with me, visit bettershow.co forward slash show notes. You'll find research links, summary notes, musings that I prepared in preparation for the podcast. And I often throw in some of my best practices, bonuses, and links. All the juicy bits are in there for you. And now for the obligatory legal and medical disclaimer. This podcast is for general information only, and the advice recommendations we discuss do not replace medicine, chiropractic, or any other primary healthcare provider's advice, treatment, or care. In the consumption of this podcast, there is no doctor-patient relationship formed. And the use and implementation of the information discussed are at the sole discretion of the listener. The information and opinions shared on this podcast are not intended to be a substitute for primary care, diagnosis, or treatment. This episode is brought to you by yours truly, Dr. Stephanie Estima and Leverage. Leverage handles all production, creates the images that you see on my social media, and takes out all my awkward pauses. They are my secret magic bullet. You can visit them at getleverage.com forward slash better.